0: What's up, cyber and crypto homies? Hope everybody's having a good week so far. Today is Wednesday, February 20th of 2019, and this is episode 61 of the Cybersecurity and Cryptocurrency Podcast. Man, it's been a crazy couple weeks here. All kinds of news stories to get to. It's just been uh, nothing but story after story, so... We'll start off with cybersecurity stuff, some of the things we we're gonna to touch on uh, about an employee that fell for a phishing email and what their company did. Also, gonna talk about more data breach information that's been posted on the dark web. There's two articles about that, uh, some more lovely Facebook stuff, and last but not least, what hackers are doing to ATMs now. And on the cryptocurrency side of things, we're gonna talk about JP Morgan and what they're doing with crypto. Also gonna talk about uh, Coinbase and some of the new coins that they've listed. Also going to touch on Coinmama and what happened to them. Barclays and Ripple are getting together, so we'll talk about that briefly as well. This one was really cool. Um, There's, if you've ever used the Bitcoin wallet called Electrum, uh, you'll want to hear this one. That's certainly a cool one. Uh, there's some fishing going on with that Electrum wallet. Uh, there also is a new way to tip on Twitter, which is kind of interesting, uh, using crypto. And then more news about Coinbase and another acquisition for them. So, got a lot to get to here. So, we'll start with the employee, the BBC reported this. A uh, company sued a worker who fell for a phishing scam. <laughs> Wow, I I think it's kind of funny, but the lady's name is Patricia Riley, and (laughs) uh, she basically got spoofed and sent out, it's like 200,000 euros, and they didn't get back all of it. They got back 85 from the banks. They were able to catch it, but, man. (laughs) The email was spoofed to make it look like it was coming from her boss, Um, so that's certainly a... That's a tough one, you know. I mean, who's to know if you don't really look at that email address well enough? And boom, there you go. You get hacked and sending out a bunch of money to somebody. This just screams to me, though, why we we use Proofpoint at my current job they have what's called imposter mode so if somebody tries to use your name in the display name field and it's not your company email address it automatically quarantines it so that way they can't do any display name spoofing at all so the and this happens constantly every day we get these emails where they're trying to spoof emails as the ceo telling people that they need to go buy gift cards and all kinds of other crazy stuff so uh, if you don't have any sort of imposter mode turned on for your domain might be time to look had a solution that does that but anyway this this poor lady's getting sued by her company wow i just thought that was kind of funny more than anything i've never heard of a company doing this before so anyway it was it was quite the story there but i'll post that one on the show notes so you can read more about that some other cyber security news here we've all heard about the massive breaches that have been going on left and right and now a lot of these are getting posted on the dark web you're seeing more and more and more accounts. This one in particular is 620 million user records. They, they were apparently stolen from 16 different companies, um, and they also put up a second batch of data totaling 127 million, originating from eight companies. So uh, that's a lot of a lot of companies implicated in this. I mean, 24 different companies in total. Uh, that's just Oh man, that's that's just staggering numbers there. And apparently a lot of the sites that were hacked don't even know that they were hacked. So pretty wild. They're selling these on the dark web on what's called the dream market. And uh, it's basically just a marketplace for cyber criminals and stuff to buy illegal products and user data and everything else that you're not supposed to buy. So that was one of the data breach uh, topics. There was another one too uh, shortly after that one came out. And this one was from the thehackernews.com you never go to that site it's pretty awesome by the way um but this one's pretty massive 92 million new accounts are up for sale on the dark web so that's that's just staggering numbers as well i don't understand how these companies have no idea but they've got a list of them here uh, classpass one bip storybird street easy How's. Anyway, there's several others in here too. But all these companies were affer- apparently fished in one way or another. And the hackers got all kinds of information from them to the tune of 92 million user accounts. So certainly incredible to see these numbers. And it's very staggering to see that this is just happening left and right, one after another. Um... I think I previously said 127,000, 127 million uh, for the previous article, Uh, but man, so you're talking 240 million accounts plus this other uh, breach of 93 million. So overall, this is just crazy amounts of data out there on the web, on the dark web that is, that you can go up there and buy, but if you don't have a password manager yet, Now is a great time, because if you reused a password and you logged into any of those sites, you've been pwned. So go get a password manager like Dashlane or something similar and protect yourself from stuff like this. All right, some other news about our good friends at Facebook. This was kind of a cool one. There's a new hack to uh, hack Facebook accounts, and they basically did a cross-site request forgery vulnerability. And essentially, when the user... Uh, clicks on a link, they can apparently take over their account. So pretty interesting stuff there. They're they're spreading it through Facebook Messenger as well, too. So pretty wild stuff there. But more fun news about your friends at Facebook. And continuing with the Facebook theme, there was another article about Facebook and what they're doing here. Let's like, Looks like they've got an Android app, apparently, is storing Facebook user data in two unsecured places, a Firebase database, and an API server. So this is just basically data leakage. And, um, wow, they're, they're saying this uh, Firebase database server was configured in test mode, <laughs> which basically allows anybody to get to the URL. So that's... Uh, Wow, that's pretty crazy. And, of course, Facebook has no comment on this just yet. There's also no reports of how sensitive this information was that was in these databases. But, wow, I mean, just another black eye for Facebook. It's pretty wild, but I'll post this in the show notes as well. But apparently 1 million people downloaded this app from the Play Store, so let's just hope that some of those million people aren't using it for malicious purposes now. Certainly scary there. All right, the last thing in cybersecurity is about what hackers are doing with ATMs now. I thought this was kind of funny. Funny, not funny if you're a bank. Um, But they've essentially made it into a game, a slot machine game, where they basically... You click a button that says Spin, and it runs through and decides which cartridge it's going to empty, and it just spits out money from the ATM. The hackers are exploiting this by drilling a hole in the ATM and putting in a USB drive into those ATMs as well. So pretty wild stuff there. I thought it was kind of funny that they turned it into a a slot machine kind of game, but uh, I'll post that in the show notes as well so you can read more about the slot machines that are also called ATMs. All right, jumping over to the cryptocurrency side. The first story here I thought was probably the biggest news of the last couple weeks. And it's funny because the JP Morgan folks came out, you know, I guess it was in 2017. They were saying, oh, Bitcoin's a fraud and it's never going to do anything. Blockchain's you know, bull crap and whatever. Well, J.P. Morgan is rolling out the first U.S. bank-backed cr- cryptocurrency, and I think they're one of the. I mean, aside from Santander, which is using Ripple, looks like J.P. Morgan's created their own. Now, so they're not leveraging Ripple or anybody else. They've created their own. So it's going to be called J. J.P.M. Coin. Um, so certainly interesting stuff there, but I think it's really hilarious that the, the, I think it was the CEO or president of of JP Morgan came out and said, oh, this is a bunch of scams and blah, 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 and now here they are. They're starting to use it themselves, so kind of funny, but that that's huge news for the cryptocurrency space in general to see that a massive bank like JP Morgan is going to start using cryptocurrencies so pretty wild stuff there Uh, apparently it's going to be used for very large transactions at first uh, business to business type transactions and whatnot or just moving money around within JP Morgan but uh, certainly certainly pretty cool to to see a big firm like that starting to get into it. All right, some other news here about Coinbase you can now so we talked several weeks ago, probably a month or more now, about Bitcoin Cash and how it not only screwed up the the price of the market at the time, but they forked the coin into multiple different ones. Well, uh, Coinbase just added support for uh, BSV. So that's Bitcoin Cash Satoshi's Vision. So you can now get that on your Coinbase app on your phone or through the Coinbase website. But cool stuff there. Hopefully all the people that dumped their money buy back in with the bsv or whatever i don't care just let's make the market go back up that'd be great other stuff here about uh, coinbase they also bought company uh called neutrino and essentially neutrino is used for blockchain tracking um Or you can you can almost call it blockchain analytics, if you will. Um, So apparently, Coinbase is trying to to get this, or they already did get it, to help satisfy regulations and whatnot. They can actually prove that you know whatever they need to prove through this analytics tool they can say yep this is exactly what happened here's exactly where the money is or you know whatever they need to do uh, for tax reasons or you know anything like that so pretty cool stuff there they just keep buying and buying and buying and there's yet another one they didn't disclose how much they bought them for either but man that's just uh, apparently that's a pretty awesome company to be working for i think they're headquartered in I want to say it's in the U.K., but uh, they got some offices here in the U.S. as well. I want to say it's like California and multiple other places. But uh, unfortunately, there's none in Texas, so I guess I'm out of luck there. All right, some other news here about CoinMama. I don't really use CoinMama. I don't know anybody else. That does apparently a lot of people do uh, 450,000 users were affected in this coin mama hack so that's a pretty pretty big hack I would say especially for a cryptocurrency exchange however the good news here if there is any good news the hackers didn't steal any crypto they got usernames and password or email addresses and password hashes So, you know, personally, I'd rather them have that than get all my money out of the exchange. So, yes, it's still bad, but it could have been a lot worse if they actually took everybody's money as well. But if you think about it, all those accounts, those 450,000 accounts, if they are able to crack the passwords, then they do have access to those accounts and then they they really can't take your money. So be careful if you use Coinmama, go out there and change your password. Uh, But Coinmama's taking steps. I think they've also recently set all these account passwords um and forcing people to change it when they first log back in so anyway interesting stuff there all right there's some other cool news here about ripple ripples you know just keeps trucking along to barclays the other pretty large bank i would say um, they are going to start working with ripple as well to help them move funds internationally So that's pretty cool. Santander's doing kind of the same thing with Ripple. So here's yet another bank jumping on board. Uh, So Barclays is now going to be using Ripple for cross-border payments. So Ripple keeps growing in popularity. The price of Ripple's kind of stayed pretty low in general, but uh, I'm sure after a while it's it's bound to go up at this point. All right, some other news here. This one was pretty cool. I use the Electrum wallet personally. Um, You can get on your desktop on your mobile phone. Uh, it's a Bitcoin wallet. Um, and essentially, this, was, this is a pretty wild campaign that the hackers were doing with these. They were taking the error messages that you would normally get in Electrum, and they were putting in a phishing link in there, telling the users they needed to download an updated version of the wallet. What the users didn't know is that updated version of the wallet was the hacker's updated version, and they would steal that person's private keys and then withdraw all their money. So pretty crazy stuff there. So Electrum, the way it works, there's basically a network of nodes. And these hackers were apparently setting up up to, I think they had a control of like 70% of the entire Electrum network at one point. Now Electrum has gone and remediated a bunch of this, but that's pretty wild to have that much control over over their network there. So if you did download one of these Electrum Bitcoin wallet updates, make sure you're getting it from the legit site, not some phishing sites. And Electrum did also come out and they disabled those pop-up notifications altogether so that these hackers can't continue to do that. But essentially what the users would do is they would send a transaction to one of these malicious servers The malicious server would respond back with an error saying you know we can't process this transaction until you update your wallet click here to do so now so a bunch of people fell for that lots of funds getting stolen there Um, but really really scary stuff there too i didn't see any issues using the electrum app on my phone but you know i i do keep that one updated pretty regularly from the play store so i'm not sure how this would affect You know, phones in general, it may have only affected uh, like the desktop wallets for Windows or Mac or whatever. But certainly, wild to see that they had 70% control. That's just uh, the staggering numbers there. All right, the last thing in crypto you can now send Bitcoin tips over the Lightning Network to people on Twitter. So instead of liking their articles, you can send them some Bitcoin. (laughs) <laughs> so that's kind of interesting and you can do this all via Twitter. So it goes over the Bitcoin Lightning network and you can you can tip people based on whatever you I mean you just Tip them for whatever reason you want to. You like their articles, you like what they're saying, whatever. You can send them a nice little tip there. So that's pretty cool that Twitter's even getting into the the Bitcoin thing now. So uh, pretty pretty slick. I like that quite a bit. So apparently the way this works is you have to get this uh, Google Chrome extension, and then when you're once you're in uh, Twitter, a little lightning bolt symbol pops up uh, inside every tweet next to the like and retweet buttons so you'll see that new little lightning bolt there but you do have to have this chrome extension so keep that in mind as well but hey certainly cool there certainly cool all right folks that's all i had for today if you want to follow me on twitter i'm at eenglish34 on twitter at eenglish34. You can hit me up on there. I retweet a bunch of the articles that we talk about on this show, so check me out on there. Also want to thank our sponsor, Southern Graphics T-Shirt Company. they got all kinds of funny T-shirts on their website, so go check them out as well. Their website is southerngraphicstshirtco.com. All right, folks, thanks for listening, and have a great day.